Rob has a podcast and today's Road to Survivor Second Chance interview with Shireen are made possible in part when our listeners support Rob has a podcast by becoming patrons. Find out more about the benefits of becoming an RHAP patron by visiting us on our website at robswebsite.com slash patron. Election 2015, the road to Survivor Second Chances. All right, here we are. We are back on Monday. First interview of the day today. Overall, this is interview number 11, I believe. And I'm very excited to talk to the first person from the Dirty 30. From Coming to you live from my apartment. Did you jump it's- the intro? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> Thank you. Shireen Askui? Askui. Okay. That's close enough, right? Close enough, yeah. I'll ding you too. Thank you. Thank you. Shireen, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, thanks. How are you? Shireen, look at you. Look at you. (laughs) You came out here. You were a big survivor nerd. You go out (laughs) and, you know, you go go down swinging Mm. and you're out of the show and you're out of the game for what, like five days? And now here you are back in the mix to go back into the... You're like me. You're the, that, that's like how I, how I was. Yeah, well, I hope I don't end up like <laughs> So thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. You said you Take it back. Take it back. You said, what survivor are you most like in your bio? You said me. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you're on your way. Well on my way. <laughs> Oh boy, this is fun, Shereen. Uh It's I think it's a lot more fun for me, and like you have no idea what kind of you know control over my emotions I'm exercising right now. Okay, Got to it. be talking to you, I'm very excited that you came on to do this uh, with me, and I I appreciate it because you know you're somebody who's on the most recent season. I would think that you're probably very fresh in the minds of many of the voters, so you probably didn't need to come on with me. So I do appreciate that. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. I appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the only reason why I'm doing this podcast right now is because I'm such a huge fan of yours. Okay. Well, the the feeling is mutual. And it's so odd for me to talk to somebody because talk to somebody from this current season, because I've never had this before where, you know, we do the exit interviews and it's like 15 minutes, boom, boom, boom. But here's somebody who's on the current season And, you know, there's still two more episodes. I mean, I almost feel like Survivor Second Chance has completely overshadowed Survivor Worlds Apart at this point. Do you feel that that same way? And has there been any sort of resentment from the people on this season about this announcement? I mean, basically, ever since I was voted out, what was there to watch anyway? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the timing was suspect, really, the week after I was voted out. Uh, no, I mean, um, I actually haven't talked to a lot of the other cast since the announcement, in part because, like, I can't even use my phone anymore. It's blowing up constantly. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> for you, I guess, what do you care? Because you're out and it's like, hey, I'm back. But if you're one of these people that's not in the mix here for, you know, there's five of you guys who are vying to come back out of the 18. But if you're one of the 13 who uh, 13 into 18 equals out, then (laughs) you got I bet you're probably annoyed, right? Well, I mean, we'll put it this way. Like in terms of the super fan community, yes, like we're all focused on second chances right now. However, like the people who are still on the show, they get 10 million viewers, right, on, on Wednesday night. And like that doesn't even compare to our piddling but strong community, right? Right. So, um... Maybe they're upset because they're not getting, you know, like tons of Twitter love anymore because everybody's focused on the second chance thing. But at the same time, Wednesday night will come around and they will get more attention than all of us combined. I guess so. I guess so. But I got to feel like some of these people that are like still in the mix and still in the running, like a, like a Rodney or a Dan, like, <laughs> I mean, they just can't be sitting great with them. Uh, I assure you, Rodney probably doesn't care. Like Rodney is... He's misunderstood. He's actually like a fun-loving, uh, cool guy. And I think he's like, he's really excited for the rest of us to even have this second chance opportunity. And like, he knows that, you know, when you turn your TV on Wednesday night, it is, it's the Mike and Rodney show at this point, right? And like, and Rodney is, I mean, he just lights up the TV. You so, relax, bro. Yeah, and he's coming at you with facts, bro. So <laughs> you better relax, bro. Like, I really was surprised that Rodney isn't in the mix. 
I was too. I literally sent him a text as soon as the cast was announced or whatever the people were announced. And I was like, bro, tell me that they came to you and that you just turned it down because what the fuck? Yeah. Do you and, know? Do you know? Did they, did they reach out to him or did he not want to do it? Uh, it, it sounds like they didn't reach out to him. Oh no. And, but I think that but the thing is like, I think that he's not even ready to go back. Like the, the game, I mean, as you can see, season 30 was really rough in a lot of ways. And, um, and, you know, quite frankly, like I, I wish that I had more time before having to go back. Yeah. But, but I'm ready and I'm excited. But like, uh, I think Rodney could use another year, another couple of years, and then he's going to go back guns blazing. Yeah. Well, if, you know, he was upset that he didn't even get to go on a reward challenge on his birthday. <laughs> I can't imagine how upset that he's going to be over, over all this. Uh, no, I mean, birthday. you know what I mean? It's my damn birthday. Yeah. It's my damn return. He's at, he's at home washing dishes right now. <laughs> uh, no, I, I assure you, he like doesn't feel sore about it whatsoever. And, okay. and, uh, like he really is excited for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, this is very exciting. So what have you done to get the word? Do you feel like, you know, Hey, like I was just, I was just on the show. Like, I'm not going to go crazy with the campaigning. Have you done any dabbling in the campaigning? Uh, I've dabbled. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm in such a lucky position in that I I was just on the show and I did have a pretty big edit, right? And I went fairly deep, and so um, and so that's like a large part of the campaigning, you know, for me. Uh, I'm also I'm trying to have a lot of fun with it. Also, like I know that you know like a, a lot of people have to like we all have to fight really hard to make it back on, and so I'm trying to bring some levity to it by shining light on amazing previous players that have not been included ever as an all-star okay and like i would just like to take this moment to talk about sean motherfucking rector yeah, yeah i know you've been posting about sean rector, like, I, sean I, I, rector. I love sean rector i i just don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know why why you're so busy talking about sean rector i mean like for everything for all of the reasons on the planet like he should have been on all stars mm-hmm. right? like, he, he's because he's not even a triple threat i mean he's the, he is the universe sean rector is the universe he's funny he actually was strategic he was street he um you know just had so many great moments um he also is a person of color right and like the show does often have trouble uh, making the cast diverse and and um, certainly of the African-American men who've played, he was one of the best and um, he was good at challenges. I mean, he was yeah. just a ray of sunshine. He was uh, really fantastic TV. I, I still argue, I think he might be the most talented person to ever be on the show. And I really was just very surprised that he didn't blow up in terms of like, I don't know what he wanted to do. And I met him a couple of times and he seemed like he was a really, uh, really nice guy. So I, I just don't know what his plans were in terms of it. But the guy could sing, the guy could dance. He was funny. He did all sorts of different stuff. Uh, as far as a player goes, uh, I'm not exactly sure how how great he was, <laughs> <laughs> but he did was he was one of the first people and and I know that you are a fan of uh, uh, Sean Rector and Marquesas because uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you not purchase the Evolution Strategy Volume Four Marquesas? I did. I think it was the first one that I purchased. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that was the, that was the first time I was really uh, aware of you uh, was uh, when when I realized that, uh, you know, I saw I saw your name there uh, coming across my email. And then I uh, that light bulb went off with them when this the seed the cast came out this season. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah um, I I think I when I got back from filming, I rewatched Marquesas uh, just again, because I like I didn't particularly love that season, but I had such deep love for some of the characters and for a lot of what happens. Like, mm. I mean, Kathy Vavrick O'Brien peeing yes. on John Carroll. As you know, I'm a fan of peeing on people. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> and, um, and then, I mean, Sean Rector. And so, yeah, I was really stoked when you released the evolution of strategy for Marquesas. Yeah. Uh, well, what we talk about in that season though, is that, you know, between Sean and V it's really the first time in survivor that, you know, 
uh, not just uh, race, but also religion starts to come up in a, in a real way where, you know, in the first season, you know, Derek has a Bible and Rudy's like, you know, I bring uh, the Bible for uh, toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, it really doesn't come up through the first three seasons. But you have all those sort of like hot button <laughs> issues. Yeah. Uh, that go on in more cases, but let's. This is your time. Let's talk. Let's talk about you and your potential return back to Survivor Thirty One in Survivor Second Chances. Because I'm kind of fascinated by how you would adjust. Because so much was made between you and Max of being the super fans, and you guys were geeking out over everything that was going on. And I'm going to talk to Max later on tonight. But in terms of for you, how yep. are you going to be able to potentially handle? Not just being on Survivor, but now you're (laughs) it's like you're a baseball fan and you're not just playing baseball. Now it's like you're at fantasy camp and you hear the, the, you know, your favorite baseball players are out there with you now. Uh, So it's a couple things like last time I overprepared. In the words of Jonathan Penner, even it's like it's one thing to root for the Boston Red Sox. It's another thing to play against them. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I think like last time I definitely, I overprepared and specifically I rewatched the last 10 seasons in the month leading up to going out. And I think what that did was it took away, you know, my well-roundedness as a human being and it made me singularly, yeah, it was survivor overload and I was singularly focused on survivor. And, uh, and then you put me out there with Max and we're on Survivor. And of course, like, I'm upset. Like, like it's, it's all I could think of. It's all I could talk about. And this time I'm doing the exact opposite. Um, I'm not watching any Survivor except for my own season. Um, and, um, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm watching Game of Thrones. I'm in the middle of a rewatch of Arrested Development, right? Like I'm, uh, I'm reading books. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going about Arrested my- Development might be a good way to go because <laughs> there's so many crazy uh, characters. And actually, it's funny because uh, you know one of the things when speaking of evolution strategy, when Josh Wiggler and I get to Survivor Panama, uh, we talk about the Kasaya tribe, uh, uh, <laughs> where such deep where, love. Uh, it's a little bit like Arrested Development, where you know Aris is kind kind of like the uh, Michael Bluth. Right. You know, then you have all these other, uh, you know, eccentric characters that are around him. Yeah. You, uh, you throw Tyler on there and then you get a never nude. (laughs) (laughs) What is Tyler a never nude? Yeah. Remember he was like so offended when he came down to my territory when I was washing dishes and he was like, Oh my God, nudity. I have a wife. Yeah. Yeah. There are a dozen of them. A dozen. Uh, yeah. Wait, are we going to talk about Kasaya Six right now and how amazing they are? <laughs> they're, they're very good TV. No, but let's let's talk. Let's. I want to talk about you and go back. So you don't feel like you'd be like geeking out or anything to be oh, on right, a tribe right, right. with any, right. with any of these all stars. So yeah. So the thing is, like, I'm I'm uh, I am not going in with that survivor obsession as I as I was last time. I'm still going to be super excited. I, like, I think it's hard to contain your excitement for such a crazy adventure and awesome experience. But like. Um, I think the other thing that people are wondering about is like, how am I going to contain it? As you said, like with all of the all-stars all around me, right? These people that I've known forever, like uh, Kelly Wigglesworth. And like, I have the whole snakes and rat speech memorized. How do I not deliver that speech to her? Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> uh, that, it, it's, a t- it's a tough question that you're going to deal with because I, I dealt with that every day when I was on a tribe with Sue Hawk. Yeah, and I actually, and I, and I Guess do. what? <laughs> Sue Hawk, who said the speech, wasn't yeah. thrilled to hear it over and over again. <laughs> she didn't want to talk about that. Constantly. And did you do it in her accent? Because I can actually do it in her accent as well. Right, give it to me. <laughs> if you were laying there by the side, <laughs> by the side of the road, laying there dying of thirst, I would not give you a drink of water. I would let the vultures take you and do whatever they want with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, it's not my best you put yeah. me on the spot but uh, but yeah no I mean and like I think what it comes yeah, down Kelly to will is, have no interest in that whatsoever <laughs> I, I know I think that'd be like a, a game changer slash game ender for me <laughs> but like if I'm but the thing is like I'm excited about the show and the experiences like I don't have as much of like a like I, I, there, there are exactly two survivors that I'm incredibly starstruck by and those are uh, you. Don't let it go to your head. Stop. And Sandra Diaz Twine. Okay. And like, if Sandra were out there, I like, I don't even think I should go. Right. Like, I wouldn't go. 
because like I wouldn't be able to contain myself. I would, I like, I'd be like, oh, I got a stingray sting. That's why I just pissed all over myself. Um, that didn't make any sense, but it did in my head. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, like, like I, like, I wouldn't be able to contain myself around Sandra. I wouldn't be able to, I don't think I was able to contain myself around you at know-it-alls, but like, but these other people who are going out there, I do have a deep love and adoration and respect for all of them, but it's like, but it's different to me uh, with them because I'm not obsessed with them the way that I was obsessed with you and Sandra. Okay. But even on your first season, the people were saying to you, like, just shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's, and the other thing is this, like, and if you, like, if you're paying attention to who I get along with and who I don't, when people got to know me, like, and when, when people opened that door, then we became really good friends. So even Jen, like, put up this wall, she, like, uh, she puts up a wall, I think, when she feels threatened or whatever, and then, but when she started to get to know me after the merge, particularly when Max wasn't there anymore, like, we actually just got closer and closer and closer to the, to the day when she got voted out and she left you know, all of her clothes behind for me because at that point we were super close. In fact, uh, one thing that you didn't get to see, which was the the auction episode, um, most of the food that came out was meat and she doesn't eat meat. And then the one vegetarian item, which you also didn't get to see, was peanut butter and jelly. Um, and she hates peanut butter. And so she all she had was like her giant rum go- rum punch goblet with like some fruit in it. I had this giant vial of maple syrup that came with my chicken and waffles. And, um, and again, this is where superfan status can help people out. I knew that you can't share food or anything, but if I like held that maple syrup in my mouth, I could then squirt it into her mouth. What? And she would, so she <laughs> and I, being a super fan to teach you that. Well, I, was, oh, I like, I knew that you could like have food on your body or whatever. Like I, like I let somebody else like lick, <laughs> lick, chicken grease off my fingers and then I actually like, snuck out a ton of the food because I obviously I couldn't eat all that <laughs> Wait, food. tell me what you did with the syrup again. Okay, yeah, so, so one thing at a time. So with the syrup, what I did was like I, I got like a mouthful of syrup in my mouth and then Jen and I kissed so that I could squirt the syrup into her mouth and then Jeff missed it and he made us do it again <laughs> which I was happy to do because for her it was like, it was calories, right? <laughs> and so... <laughs> and how did that, that not make the show? Because that was the episode where Mike blew up the axis of evil and where Will blew up at me. And like, I mean, it was an embarrassment it was too of wacky. riches. It was, it was too wacky. There's just too much stuff going on. <laughs> like a lot of stuff didn't make the cut. Wow. Oh my God. That's, that is putrid. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that didn't make the cut, uh, which is more along the super fan thing is like, I knew that you could sneak food like, like I remember, I remember seeing Malcolm in Caramoan have like all this peanut butter on his hands when they got back to camp from the group peanut butter vat. And so what I did was I painted my body with peanut butter and then stuck chicken all along it. <laughs> and then like Mike and Dan carried me by my armpits like out of the challenge, so that as soon as we were out of the challenge, like out you know out of the challenge, all of the all the people who didn't get any food just like ripped chicken and peanut butter off my body. Like I had a giant peanut butter blob on my nose that like I think Mike licked off. <laughs> wow. Uh, and so, yeah, I was able to feed everybody. <laughs> so you're a provider. I'm a provider. <laughs> even people that I hated, Rob. I was a good wow. person. You will let even people that hate you, you will let them uh, lick <laughs> anything off your body. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. What a, what a good tribe mate you are. Yeah. The right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, here you are now uh, back uh, on, on the cusp of this thing where you have uh, five people potentially from your season who are going to be back in the mix. Now, Shreen, are you a fan of Big Brother? I'm not. Okay. So let me tell you about Big Brother All-Stars and I want to get your reaction on this. So in Big Brother seven, I think is the all-star season. So big brother seven, they actually did something similar to what survivor is doing, but there was no restriction of no winners or anything like that. It was just like whoever. And they had everybody, it was up for a vote. And I think they had the people sequestered though. Uh, so it wasn't, they just, they said everybody sequestered and it's like, okay, America vote people in. And then the producers voted, you know, to pick some people and then America voted some people in. And yeah. so it was big brother seven, but I think it was a total of it was either four or five people from Big Brother 6 ended up all going into the house. 
and they were the newbies. They didn't know and really know anybody. And they sort of stuck together and they were a voting block basically in the beginning of that game because they all knew each other from Big Brother 6. Now, I know that, you know, everything with the Dirty 30 and you guys are tight and everything, but is that is that a concern that the that people will uh, look at the Dirty 30 as a block coming into potentially, you know, how however many of the five make it into the show? Yeah, well, first, I would like to point out that we are not all close. <laughs> there, are, there are a couple people that I don't talk to. Yeah, but are they in the mix here? Obviously not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I definitely, I buy that. There are definitely people from season 30 that you don't love, but I don't think we're talking about any of those people right now. Right. Well, I mean, so obviously like some people, like, like there's no hiding the fact that Mike and I are incredibly close after what we went through. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I do consider him family at this point. But I guess Um, it's questionable if Carolyn has love for you. Right. That is definitely questionable, right? Like, is she going to like, We've tried working together. Didn't really work out. (laughs) Max also questionable. Uh, No, I mean, and even the thing with Max was like, we love each other and we're incredibly close, but we didn't exactly play well together is the other thing. Yeah. Um, And so it is a huge concern of mine. It might be in your best interest. Throw Max under the bus right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a great look for you. The uh, Shireen and Max tag team. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it it, it was not a great look for for either of us. Um, (laughs) But uh, no, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw them on the bus, but like, uh, it's, it's a huge concern for me that people are going to see us as a block. I'm not going into the way, I'm not going into the game playing that way. Right. Like I right. think, um, like I said, with, with, with Mike, Mike is a special circumstance because at this point I consider him family. Um, I've spent a lot of time with his family and his, like his mom. I've been, I've been to church with him, Like he's come out and visited me a couple of times. Like that's a special case. Um, in the other cases, like it, it's a game and like, it's, it's not, you know, there's no blood involved. I think we all understand it's a game and we're going to have to do what we need to do. And I'm going to try to, you know, make whatever connections I need to, to make it work for myself. Yeah. Going back to the the Max thing, like how concerned are you? Like hypothetically, you end up on the same tribe as Max. Is it just like Max, stay away, stay away, stay away. I don't, don't want to talk to you. And if he's like, Hey, isn't this like that time? Are you just like, shut it down, Max, shut it down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, quite frankly, yes. And I think that he would do the same to me as well. And I think that that would be like our way of helping each other. Of just like, stay the fuck away from each other. It's never like talk Survivor. You guys are both in AA and you're like each other's sponsor now. Right, that's, yeah. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> hey, remember, we'll go back to the program. Uh, remember the I mean, serenity prayer. Although I don't think we should be making AA jokes. No, we're not making, we're not making fun of it. <laughs> no, 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 I know. <laughs> I know, I know. We're, we're just making, a, I mean, just making an analogy. Right, right, right. <laughs> You know what, like this is, this is why maybe like if Shane is out there, I'll console him for his, you know, cigarette withdrawal and he can console (laughs) me for my survivor withdrawal, even though we'll be on survivor. Um, it'll be fantastic. I probably wouldn't do that. I probably wouldn't (laughs) compare Shane's nicotine withdrawal to your withdrawal from being able to watch survivor. No, (laughs) that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's not gonna love that <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> wait should we cut that out <laughs> no it's fine it's fine you're fine you're fine okay. uh all right so now here you are back uh with only a week and a half to go in the early part of your game you were you know not a disaster in the challenges but not but i wouldn't say uh whoa 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 whoa. i instruct you to go back and look at that like water challenge in episode two yes the buoy or whatever you were good with that the only person in my tribe who did it faster than me was joaquin like tyler sucked max sucked i'm really good with like the eye hand coordination types i was amazing with the buoy like in that grid section. Like I never got caught up in the rope or anything and I fucking tore through it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm no Jen Brown cause she's a beast at challenges and like, I especially suck at the individual challenges, but in terms of like strength and you're, fine, uh, you're saying, yeah, like at the group challenges when it's, when it, it'll come down to like strength and stamina and that kind of thing, I'll be fine. Okay. And as far as the puzzle goes back in the first episode, we, I don't think we've ever got to talk about this. Uh, what happened there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly, the, like, the thing is, 
between a five, a 10 piece and a 50 piece puzzle, like the only reason why we went for the 50 piece is because we thought it was like a, you know, you like the numbers, like each tile would have a number one through 50. But in fact, it was a jigsaw puzzle and, um, and it was actually 54 pieces, not 50. Also, each tile has like, could have four possible dimensions. Like, like you could, because it's just a square tile, right? And so any side of the square could be the top. And the font was like this, you know, the font was bamboo. It was like yeah. bamboo sticks. So it was just like a bunch of sticks on a square that could go in any dimension. And like, plus you had to flip them all over to be right side up. And essentially what was meant to be like a straightforward, easy puzzle actually had all these complicated dimensions to it that made it a lot harder. And we should have, the biggest mistake there was I should have just said right away, this is too hard. Like, let's swap out for the 10. Could like, you have that, done that? What, the 10? Or could no, we have could, swapped no, out? No, no, could you, could you have like tagged out and done the other puzzle? Yeah, we could have done that. We okay. just had to like, you know, climb back up the ladder to grab the 10 piece. But that, that, like, that was the biggest mistake, not failing fast and switching, right? And like, that's like lesson learned, right? And that's survivor in general. It's like, go with your gut, try to do things faster than, uh, right? Like, there's no such thing as too soon, I guess. And uh, we should have switched. Okay. And the, well, and the other thing is this, like, uh, I think uh, John Kirhofer even talks about it where like the fastest person to complete the 10 piece puzzle still took twice as long or more than Joe took to do that puzzle. And so like he blew th so fast through the 10 piece that like there, even if you hit your expected value of the 50 piece, which we were on track to do, like you still wouldn't have come close. So much, Shireen, uh, we talked about this season with everything going on with the Will stuff and the Dan stuff and all, you know, all the stuff that you went through coming into coming out of this this season. How much is that do you feel like is going to be now carried with you into potentially another season? I mean, I would hope not at all. Like from my perspective, um, I've you know, move past it. And I'm, I'm using it to raise awareness for important issues and to, um, donate money to good causes. But other than that, like, uh, it, you know, it certainly doesn't impact my game. It didn't impact my game even while I was playing with them. Um, right. Like I, it's not like I got so emotional about the will thing that I was then gunning, you know, for will to vote out will. I never voted for him. Well, I mean, I voted for him at the tribe swap, but like after he attacked me, I never voted for him. Right. I still went after the strategic threat, which was Tyler. Um, and so there's no reason why I would even carry that emotion into this next game. And then in terms of the way that other people see me from it, like, I think everybody, you know, kind of saw it for what it was and yeah, like that's, you know, I don't think there's much to say about it. I, I, th I think I'll be fine. Okay. Here's something though, that I think is going to be really interesting and fascinating to watch a week and a half from now. So May 20th mm -hmm. is the finale of your mm -hmm. season, mm -hmm. and but you're going to be sitting there with a suitcase packed. Mm -hmm. ready to go potentially if you get named into this season mm -hmm. and you know so many people on social media have been saying like hey we want survivor to comment on this we want survivor to talk about this jeff probes has tweeted recently that hey finale i'm telling you we're talking about this mm. so now it's finale night we're going to get into you know something that's very emotional for you to talk about um and, you know, you're not just have going to have to, you know, open up about something emotional in front of the world, but also against potentially 19 other people that you're going to be competing against in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that, isn't that crazy? Isn't that, a, isn't that a crazy thing? Like, no, like you, you're going to, there's going to be no, no ending. It's just like, you know, it's like a, a game of Thrones season or something like that. You just go from one, <laughs> one, the ne one book into the next book. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that it would just like remind the other 19 contestants, should I make it on to have some humanity and to never take, you know, take the game to a personal level, the way that it had been with me. Um, I mean, what if, what, I mean, what if something happened, like hypothetically, and I don't know how they, how you, what your relationship is with these guys, but like, what, what if like one, you know, you know, will gets like really nasty with you at the, at the finale and, you know, and you get, and you get really upset about that. How will you be able to make that transition from being upset about something to going, you know, into the new task at hand? I don't think there's anything at this point that Will could say to upset me. Okay. I think he said the worst of it when we were out there, when we were, you know, both at our lowest, right? Starving and 
alone and miserable. And for me in particular, I had already like lived through such horrors out there with other people like Joaquin. Oh God. Um, but, uh, but I think right now, like I'm well fed, I'll have slept the night before. Like maybe I'll be a little bit buzzed on stage. Don't tell CBS. Um, (laughs) and like, and I'll have, you know, like loved ones in the audience supporting me. I'll have like, you know, I now have right some deep connections with a few people on the cast who will be sitting right next to me. Like that, like there's nothing anybody could say to me about that situation that will, you know, like undo me before going into the next season. Okay. I mean, Jeff is going to have a lot on his plate that night. Yeah. I mean, you don't even know. (laughs) I don't know. Mm. I don't know. All right. So has, has Jeff been in communication with the second chance people? Uh, I don't believe he's been in communication. I don't know if he's been in communication with other people, but um, I had a chat with him earlier today, just talking about the reunion a little bit. Wow. Well, look at you're in the <laughs> inner circle now. Uh, you know, JP and me just uh, <laughs> kicking it. He, call, yeah. he calls, he calls me by my last name now. Oh, wow. No. For just real? kidding. No, no just kidding. That would never happen. <laughs> I'm a woman. How, yeah. How many women have has he called by the last name? Uh, I would think it's a low number, but I can't imagine that it's never happened before. I can't even think of an example. Yeah. That, that'll be good, a good one to leave in the comments. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it, like, I bet like he must've called like Monica Culpepper, Culpepper. Right? No. I guess it's like in one of That's the blood like versus water season, maybe. I I feel like in one of the blood versus water seasons at least that he called somebody by a last name, one of the women. <sighs> That, no. that, that's a good trivia question. Let us know in the comments. All right. So Jeff, so Jeff got in contact with you uh, and is just saying he's, ex- he's excited to see you come back potentially. Uh, he mentioned it briefly. Like we talked about actually is a way I like, we did talk a little bit about, or is it uh, more about, Hey, the finale is coming up and he wants to see where your head is at about, you know, uh, season 30 stuff. Yeah. So the, the primary purpose of the call was just to see where my head's at with season 30 stuff. But, um, but we did have a chance to chat a little bit, a little bit about second chances and, um, and he did, it's funny cause I, I did give him shit a little bit about that, uh, that CBS clause where CBS did get to help, you know, shape the cast that they, that they removed, I think the day late, the day after. And he was actually, pissed that that clause was ever included he had no idea that they were going to include that clause um he says that the, cl- the clause about where the the cbs had the final rights to the cast is that what you're saying correct okay. yeah jeff wanted this legitimately to be a hundred percent fan vote and he said the only insurance that they took out against it was that they made sure of the you know 32 people that were chosen no matter who was chosen from that group like they would be happy with that season yeah and so he's very excited about it. He loves this fan vote idea. And mm. um, he says he like doesn't even have any clue like what the standings look like right now and that he's stoked to, to find out. It's really, really exciting. Like it's really, really fun that I, I, that I think this is happening. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and I think, um, I mean, to me, there are like some names on that list that just have to have to be there. Who has right? to be there? Um, Kelly Wigglesworth. Kelly Wigglesworth has to be there. Okay. Uh, Shane. Shane has to be there. Has to be there. Um, I should pull up this list so I even know what I'm talking about. And when you say has to be there, meaning you're not saying these people are a lock. You're not playing that game. No, 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 no. You're I'm saying, saying that these are the people that... I'm saying if, like, this cast is bullshit if these people are not on. Yeah, if you're a fan and you're not voting for these people, you don't know, uh, then, then you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Okay. Hundred percent. Um. I mean, even like, quite frankly, even like, like Terry and Savage, like those guys, mm-hmm. kind of have to be there. Okay. Well, here's what I want you to reconcile then, because yeah. you're somebody who loves the classic Survivor, but yep. I think that most people who love the classic Survivor would probably resent that. Hey, there are so many people from the new seasons here. How do you reconcile? you know, the number of people from the current cast with that probably comes at the detriment of more people from the era that you're being nostalgic about. Um, 
I agree that there are too many. Would you give up your spot to Sean Rector? Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. Is that that ever even a question? (laughs) Are you kidding me? I offered. Would you give up your spot to Dara Johnson? No. Okay. <laughs> but I, but I did, I went on, I went on record. I went on Twitter and said, cause Shane said that he would give his spot up for Wigglesworth. And I said, if that happened, I am a hundred percent giving my spot up to Shane, but he has to play in my dress. <laughs> okay. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> who else would you give your spot up for? Who else if they came out of the woodwork? Uh, of old school people or just yeah. in general? Um, oh, I mean, PG. God, I love her. Okay. Uh, no, I'm talking about from people that aren't on the list. Oh, people who aren't on the list. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Crystal Cox. You, what? Crystal Cox. You would give up your spot for Crystal Cox. Crystal Cox. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to go give me like old people. Like, oh, really, you, want like me, you want me to go super old? Like, I thought you were going to say like uh, people from like the first couple seasons. I mean, even like the, the right, like Elizabeth Falarski has whatever her name is now. I don't even want to know. Well, don't, don't tell yeah. me. Yes. Yeah, CBS uh, would give up your spot for Elizabeth right. Hasselbeck. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she should be back. Um, give me one other person, one other, one other classic person that uh, you would give up your spot for. Make it be a woman to make it be fair. Yeah, I love women. Oh, Colleen Haskell. Colleen Haskell. Well, again, Colleen. Is CBS, too obvious? Would, CBS would give up your spot for Colleen Haskell. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, what about um, Gretchen? Gretchen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gretchen really deserves a second chance. Let me get into some of these questions uh, for you from the listeners of the podcast. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. So let's go ahead and get into some of these questions that I have for you. And, uh, let's start, uh, real quick. All right. Uh, Amy Lynn Shapiro says as a super fan, I imagine it would be 150,000 times harder to play on an all-star season where you'd be sitting next to people like Kelly Wigglesworth and Jeff Varner. How do you think you would quiet your inner OMG and play the game? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, we touched on this a little bit already. Um, but even though I really love these people and I'm and I'm obviously obsessed with the show, um, I think at this point I am desensitized, having been through it once before. And like, uh, I think the other thing is also just like the fact that it's back to back with my season. I think makes me a lot more desensitized. Like, um, because like it like it's I don't even know how to articulate it right, but like, I just got back. Yeah. I'm still getting over it. The PTSD is real. And I'm just now getting over it. <laughs> You'll be okay. All right. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> this is a good question from Brian Gold. It says, two of your fellow Dirty 30 contestants, Carolyn and Mike, are still mm. playing and not allowed to talk to Rob. Do you have anything to say on their behalf to convince the fans to vote for them? Now, Carolyn and Mike are not able to come on and you know, lobby or stump for why people should vote for them. That being said, they are on a TV show, which is seen <laughs> weekly by 10 million plus like people. 10 million people. <laughs> but, 10 million people are going to see them on Wednesday take night. Any of your time to tell people uh, why they should be back in the mix. They are two of the most strategic people from the dirty 30. And for that reason, deserve another shot. Yeah. I felt bad. Carolyn was like uh, asking me to retweet her so she could get, get back on. I was, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm happy to do it, but you know, not for anything. I mean, you're you're on you're on the show. Yeah, <laughs> you're I mean, on TV. Like, I, I, that's the other thing. It's like I thought about at first. I thought it was unfair, but then I realized, like, oh, right on Wednesday night, ten million people, <laughs> ten million, will see the two of them for an hour, right, or forty two minutes. And, uh, and so I think like if there's another promo, which there likely will be to go and vote for your favorites, like the two of them are going to scrape up millions of votes in a single night and be catapulted to the front of the list. So I think they'll be just fine. Okay. All right. This is from, uh, Umberto who wants to know, Shereen really pulling for you. Can we still expect to see the 
quirky Shireen, the one that made crazy hand gestures with Jeff Probst before a challenge. That was one of the odder scenes that I can remember. I don't ever remember Jeff being that wacky in a moment on Survivor with the, the whole thing like a like a bomb and you're going to pull it in. Also, the Botox reference. Hello. <laughs> I have this special connection with Jeff yes. that nobody in Survivor history has ever had where I get him. I get him. Yeah, to I was surprised he said that. Self-reference the Botox, <laughs> inverse bomb, dance situation. Yeah. The good news about this time versus last time is like the majority of these people that I'm looking at on like of these 32 people are fun, loving, adventurous people who are not wet blankets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, throwing some shade at wet blankets. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, look at the crazies on this list. And I say that with so much love and excitement. Like, I think that there's there's a guy on Twitter going around creating a nudist alliance Yeah, for Max and me. It's obviously a joke, but like, the number of people on this list who've like raised their hands and said like, I'm in. And you would get naked again. Uh, I mean like, again, like I got naked for the practicality right. purposes. <laughs> like, but if my thing is like, if everyone's getting naked, like, and it makes sense to get naked, I'll get naked. Sure. But if I Max is saying to you like, Shireen, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's bring it back. No, this bring is where we go. Shireen, I'm telling you, this will be gold. This will be gold. Uh, then at that point, I maybe say to him, <laughs> wow, you got, you have a buzzer now. No, I act that and for that one. I actually just pulled up your soundboard and played the buzz. <laughs> wow. Look at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when the rap the, app, <laughs> the rap app, uh, that's when I pull out my counsel, my AA counselorship and say, Max, no, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from uh, Ron Chan. So what's more exciting, getting to play Survivor for a second time or making your second official appearance on RHAP? Um, definitely my second appearance on RHAP. Stop, stop, stop. Hopefully not my last. Uh, will you be making a uh, big push for Miss Survivor come January, February? Yeah, I'm actually just upset that like that both of my seasons should I make it on be in the same year so that I couldn't <laughs> potentially be Miss Survivor. Yeah, we'll have to get the tabulated. Two separate years. There's going to actually be a, a diminished number of people in the running, so you actually have better competition. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody else, <laughs> because like they have better odds too. Which again, yeah. bullshit. I should get. I I should. You know what? It should be. I should actually get twice i like i should be listed on the ballot twice like so when I can we collect- rank sandra's winner as a winner <laughs> like a sandra okay here's sandra pearl islands here's so so you could potentially have shireen survivor 30 as a finalist and shireen survivor 31 as a finalist well but then some you know sum up the votes because because <laughs> i'm still the same person i should just be listed twice because if i played twice i get twice the opportunity to be miss survivor okay all right um is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to let people know? I have a game. You have a game. Okay. You have ga- you're saying you have game for this time, this time around. Uh, hopefully that as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, what game, what game do you have? It's similar to your Rupert tweet game, but this time it's a Rodney impression game, a Rodney impression game. Okay. Indeed. And so I have several recordings in front of me. Um, some of them are Mike. Some of them are Rodney. Some of them are Max, and I want you to guess. Okay. Who it is. All right. So how Wait, many? How many are there total? I'll do four for you. Four. And how many do I have to get right? Um. Wait. Are we betting on something? <gasps> Can we bet on something? What do you want to bet on? Um. Ooh. We need steak. Steaks for steak. <laughs> I actually. <laughs> Not I like just, Omaha steaks. <laughs> <laughs> I do love steak though. Yeah. Or, or, or we need wine and cheese. Yes. We could do wine and cheese dinner at your apartment with Nicole. <laughs> or Nicole and I can catch up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to send your guacamole recipe. Oh All my right. God. I'm totally going to send out a guacamole recipe. All right. So, what if. Uh, usually, I mean, the easiest thing to do is uh, what I've done in the past on these things. If I win, I get to send something out from your Twitter account. And if you win, you get to send something out from my Twitter account. No, that's bullshit. I don't get on a bandwagon with like other previous deals that you make. I want something new (laughs) and special. Then what do you want? 
Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of like what else would be like, like I was thinking of like another, like a Corinne cast, like bash Mm -hmm. type of thing, except that like, you're going to be off the grid until, uh, right. Until next, uh, next February. Uh, how about you send me a magic eight ball? Do I have to send you the one from the Amazon? Um, oh my God. That would be very nice. Whoa. Whoa. Holy shit. You just put up your Amazon magic eight ball? I didn't. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I am freaking out right now. Yes. (laughs) I have to send you the the Amazon magic eight ball? You don't have to send me that one, but if you did... I would, I would die. I would die instantly. And then in my will, I would say you'd get it back. Okay. So, <laughs> so I could rent it. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, so you want to imagine you want a magic eight ball? Yeah. Okay. And in return, I would send you, or if, if I lose, then I'll send you gifts for Dominic. Okay. Uh, can they be of a monkey, but not having sex? <gasps> yes. <laughs> he likes monkeys. Oh my he God. All right. All right. So, all right. So this is clip number one. Clip number one. Are you ready? Okay. Ready. I really don't even know who's going home tonight. Like, I feel like I could go home tonight and I got the immunity out. That's just how it goes. Okay. That is 155,000%. That is Mike. Um, is it Mike or not? No. That was 155,000%. Rodney! Oh, that was right. Oh, I thought I thought it was people doing. Hold on, I misunderstood. Oh, you misunderstood that game. <laughs> I, I thought I thought everybody was doing Rodney. Oh no no, that was Rodney doing Mike. I get yeah. So to clarify, right, so, what like, the, so what are the options here? So, so it'll be like it's like a binary choice. Like I'll like tell, so this is going to be a Mike impression. And it's either Mike or it's Rodney. Okay, so, so it's, the, it's really like is it Rodney or not? Like so it's kind of like is oh, it Rupert? Is or it not? Rodney or or Mike doing Mike? Yeah. Oh okay, I thought it was doing Rodney. <laughs> okay, that's like that is my that is that I thought that was Mike doing an impression of Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> you totally messed up the game. I didn't understand the rules. I know I. I was so excited to jump headfirst into the game. I thought it was either going to be, I thought it was either going to be Mike, Max, Mike or Max doing impressions of Rodney or a real clip of Rodney. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. All right. All right. So, all right. Like, so set this up. So set up what it is next. Okay. Okay. That, so that next, should be a practice. Yeah. That was a practice round. And then I have to get two out of three. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this one, is this Rodney or is this Mike? Dude, I want to tell you that the game's over and- I, I love you, kid. Hmm. And is it is it potentially Max doing Mike, or is it just it, this is either this is either Rodney doing Mike, or that's actually Mike? Correct. It's only Rodney or Mike. <sighs> Can I hear it one more time? Yes. Blair, I want to tell you that the game's over. And I, I, I love you, kid. Hmm. <sighs> I'm gonna guess that I think that's that really is Mike. Is it? <laughs> it <was> Rodney. <laughs> it was Rodney. <laughs> it was on the fence. I was really on the fence. That was good. All right. <laughs> so I'm all for one. I need to get the next two. Okay. So this one will be a Max one. So okay. it's either it's either Rodney or it's Max. Okay. Hold up, bro. Let's get naked. <laughs> so is it? <laughs> is it so Rodney or is it, is it Max? Is it Ro- doing an impression of Mike? Or, no, or, or is Rodney, it Rodney doing an impression of Max? Is it Rodney doing an impression of Max? Or is it really Max? Or is it really Max? <laughs> it's a very, very confusing game. All right, so let me hear it one more time. Okay. Hold up, bro. Let's get naked. I'm going to say that's really Max. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good call. Good I didn't, call. Does Rodney do an impression of Max? Uh, yes, he, he does an impression of everybody. I can't wait to talk to him. He even does a Jeff Probst impression. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I actually, I tried, I tried getting a recording of him doing Jeff, but like he's a little rusty. And so it mm-hmm. just, uh, it didn't come through in time. Yeah, it's so interesting to me because he has such a heavy accent that it's almost like, I feel like that would be a stumbling block for him to do impressions of other people because he almost has to get down to like a baseline, not having the accent and then doing whatever person, other person that he's doing. Yeah. I mean, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just, I think it, be, it just is like inside baseball in terms of doing impressions. I think that would be like, that would be a, a handicap in terms of doing impressions. I have such a strong accent, but uh, it's multi-layered like his strategic game. <laughs> very, yeah. Wow. Okay. There's, All right. There's more than meets the eye. Yes. You better relax, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Last one. Last one. Okay. Do you want a max one or a mic one? 
Well, let's go back. Go back to Mike. So does anybody is anybody doing Max impressions? Uh, I mean Rodney. Okay. <laughs> All right, you, okay. you, you, it's your game. You, you tell me. Okay, we'll do. I know we'll do a um Mike one. Magic eight ball or or monkey not or, having sex toys for yes. uh, not sex toys uh, toys of monkeys not having sex. I mean, if you and Nicole. No, some... no, no, no. Stop, stop. <laughs> Family podcast. Um. Okay, and then just for bonus points. I will then later play for you. Like after this, I will play okay. you Ronnie's we, impression of yeah, Max. And then we got to go. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even understand what it was said in that clip. Can you give me, can you give me the subtitle of what was the, what was said? I don't trust none of y'all. I don't trust none of y'all. Okay, can I hear that again? I don't trust none of y'all. And is that really Mike or is that Rodney doing Mike? Correct. <sighs> Mm, I want to say it's actually Mike. Final answer. Final answer. Yes. All right. Monkey toys for Dominic. Yes. What was the last clip you have? Okay. Last clip I have. This is Rodney doing Max. Being a fan of Survivor, knowing the knowledge that I know, having the beard get a second chance of playing this game would be phenomenal. Yeah, he starts off really good. Starts off really good, and he sort of loses it uh, towards right. the end. The Boston comes out a little bit at the end, but he starts out <laughs> so good. Starts off really good. Let me hear that one more time. Being a fan of Survivor and knowing the knowledge that I know, having the beard get a second chance of playing this game would be phenomenal. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Here, uh, do you want to hear? I have a clip. Uh, this is. Uh, I have a clip of Dan doing Rodney. Oh yes, please. Okay. And we are now down to two men. He may need it, but you want it. You want it, baby. Both guys are feeling it. That we know. Under the shoulders, that's nice. You love it. Damn. All right. <laughs> Sorry. That's a long way to go for that joke. <laughs> that's my terrible llama in response to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shireen, we got to go, but uh, great job. I really appreciate the game. That was very fun. Um, I think it'd be very fun to see you back. Thank you. I think it'd be very fun. And hopefully it all works out for you. And uh, what a night this is going to be for you uh, to go finale night. It's going to be so it's going to be so awkward of like uh, the, all the other people that aren't going are going to be like really catty towards you guys that are going. And it's going to be oh, uh, it's going to be uh, can't wait to hear about it in uh, six months. Right. <laughs> well, if I don't make it on, I'm going to go celebrate so. <laughs> my finale Right. And like have a great hey. time with my cast. Yeah. If and... you don't make it on, I'll buy you a beer. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like Randy said to coach in Heroes versus Villains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll buy you a beer, Ponderosa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want to cast your vote for Shireen, you know how to do it. CBS.com slash Survivor Second Chance. Uh, follow Shireen on Twitter. What are you at the Shireen? Yes. Okay. And uh, look, if I, if I don't talk to you again, good luck out there. Yeah, hope to see you at my finale. Yeah, I, I'm again. You're. I'm not going to be in the building, and that I'm going to be. If you don't, you'll see me <laughs> if you're not on the season. Oh, I hope I don't see you. Hope I don't see you either. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Shireen, take care. Okay. Thanks. You too. All right, everybody. There you have it. That is Shireen here on Rob has a podcast talking about why she should go back to Survivor Second Chance. We've got so much more coming your way. My next interview is going to be with PG Law. That's coming up also about an hour from now when I record this one. So we're going to have uh, that and much, much more coming up. First of five interviews that I'm recording here on Monday. If you missed any of our interviews, you can hear them all on my website at robswebsite.com slash second chance, or make sure you subscribe to the podcast at robswebsite.com slash iTunes, or even on the Rob as a podcast app at robswebsite.com slash app. Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say in the comments about Shireen, and we'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye.